Like if, if they stuck with Ash, you know, like he grows retirement. old and becomes a pedophile. No, no. <laughs> because all Why of is that his... the direction? He become the new Professor Oak type character helping the kids or whatever. Oh, he's old as fuck. He's like in his 30s. No, I don't want to uh, see that. Ew, 30. 30's... 30's so old. 30's not old. 30 Yay. is old and decrepit. I feel like we definitely have like an amount of people who listen to this podcast that are older than 30. <laughs> Christmas time pizza party podcast. I'm Pam Pizza. Who are you? I'm Def Pino. I talk about art people. I'm Jig Neutron. I do FNF question mark. And our guest. Oh, we have a guest. Who is it? Yeah. I'm I'm Neon Caffeine. I talk about a lot of things and also I put stuff in Pan's ass. Whoa, you just in yeah, yeah, you just interrupted uh, our guest. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh no, that's you're the guest. Oh, that's <laughs> Anyway, I knew that. But for someone not everything about the first forty seconds of this are amazing. But not familiar with uh, mm -hmm. your work, who are what, what would you recommend someone looking up? Yeah, what do you do? Uh, yeah, what you done for me lately? Whoa, we we don't talk about whoa. that. We're yeah. gonna get demonetized if we talk no. about what I've done for you lately. Um, I talk about cartoons and, and and crimes and just a bunch of random crap that I feel like talking about. I ate glow sticks. I set things on fire. I fucking hate Flat Stanley. I hope he fucking dies. A worthless fucking piece of shit. Um, you, kill, you possibly killed a kid, right? No. Pan oh, the kid that I almost killed. I forgot. I thought you were talking about the kid you almost killed that you thought was a speedball. No, that's, n that's another story. But yeah, you explain your story oh, with the slide. Okay, you really like this story, Yeah, Pan. Mango here almost may have may or may not have killed a okay, kid. Okay, I don't sure. think he's dead. He just went to the hospital, mm -hmm. okay? I, I And we haven't heard from him since. But it's, I'm sure he's I wish fine. people could, like, hear a facial expression because there's one being made. Uh, <laughs> so when I was, like, I don't fucking know, like, eight or nine or something, uh, my family went to a Super Bowl party at the super rich family's house. They had, like, pinball machine and, like, those little, like, cars that you, like, could ride around on. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. And they had, like, this mm -hmm. giant-ass slide. And so me being the silly goose I am was like, yo, uh, I'm going to do a little trolling. I'm going to go on this car and I'm going to go down the slide on this car. So I do that and mm -hmm. it's all well and cool until the guy who's like maybe like four or five, the kid there, uh, was like, yeah. yo, that's baller as fuck. I want to do that. Uh, issue is he, uh, <sighs> he kind of rammed through the closet door and caught his face open and had to go to the hospital and we we haven't been invited back and or heard from him ever since so uh he i mean he's probably fine yeah he, he's probably doing fine yeah hopefully they didn't like permanently broke his brain and became a sonic fan i've only given one person brain damage <laughs> yeah that's another yeah, she story does lead us into a uh yeah. great get great segue to a topic sonic prime release yeah have we have we all suffered brain damage is that why we love sonic so much all of us Pain, you're yes. just autistic. Whoa, yeah. maybe. It's on there, there is no way, you're, as an autist, there is there, there is no chance you're not autistic. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Sonic Prime. So getting, okay, getting that, that topic, literally proves my point. We all saw all of Sonic Prime. Yes. Right? We saw all eight episodes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, Jake is more of the resident Sonic fan in this group. So do you want to, like, 
Lead with your thoughts. I wouldn't be too sure about that. I'll fucking argue with that bullshit. Uh, Yeah, because I'm a bigger Sonic fan. No, I am. No, Pan, I'm literally more of a Sonic fan than you are. I'm fucking Michelangelo. You can be fucking Danny in Ninja Turtles. Hey, everybody. In 90 movies. It's Jake. We're going to start talking about (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, So, uh, so. Jake, Sonic Prime is apparently canon in the games. What? That's what I read. The games have a canon? Yes, but it's very convoluted. Wait, wait, okay, so that whole thing confuses me, because I do know that they've been trying to make, like, um, a lot of the modern stuff that uh, they've been releasing with Sonic canon. They're kind of trying to make, they're trying to consolidate the timeline, yep. but really, like, and, like, you, like, you two, you guys watched Sonic Prime, watching all eight of those episodes, does it really feel canon? Well, I remember we talked uh, briefly about this before, Jake, where Eggman's sidekicks from, what was it? Uh, Sonic Boom were there, and I mentioned that to you, and it's like, oh, hey, it's those two robots. I thought he would get new robots. Is this a sequel? Oh, those are from Sonic Boom. They've been around weird. forever. Yeah. Those are from Sonic Colors. Yeah, th- yeah. I was about to say those are from Sonic Colors. Unleashed, I think. No. Damn. They weren't an Unleashed. One of them. One of them wasn't Unleashed. One of them wasn't Unleashed. Yeah, but they the the two of them together were, wasn't until Colors. Yeah. If we go with that, and they're doing this, uh. What I'm guessing is they they had a whole season of 32 episodes, maybe, yeah. you know, 8, 8, 6, whatever, mm-hmm. and they split up to four different seasons. Yeah. Because Net- when I watched it, mm-hmm. Netflix does that. They, they did that with the Cuphead show. They split into three seasons. They did that with Lucifer as well. And so seeing the first eight episodes where they went, spoilers, back and forth between the uh, New Egg City and the uh, pirate thing, and then New York, New York City? It's New, New York. York. Yeah, it was New, New York. York. <laughs> what a um, name. I think at one point, one of the voice actors nearly said New York's New York City. Yeah. Like New York. And yeah. so they kept going back between that and then the caveman area, mm-hmm. or the uh, jungle area. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, you keep... It's turtles in time. And the ocean. The pirates. And the ocean. And they only had one moment where... Robot Amy saw another Amy and they said, hey, you guys look similar. It's like, hey, it's like, who's that? I'm guessing there's no Sonic in any of their universes. Yeah, no. that's kind of the conclusion I've come to. Or yeah. Shadow, or Shadow. There's only one Yeah, Sonic. there's no Sonic or Shadow, which I think is probably related to the whole the whole Shattered Dimensions yeah. thing happened. Yeah, it's implied um, they died, I guess, maybe. You know, Sonic's dead in all those other universes. Well, he did Sonic died? He did- For the New York City version... <laughs> It was just kind of like Knuckles and Rouge going, oh, shit, there's a city now. Yeah. Like, without Sonic, shit will just happen. Yeah. yeah. It's like, damn, It seems like Sonic just didn't exist at all in these worlds. Yeah, like, no, that's what we're saying. Or maybe, yeah, he died at, like, maybe he died at a young age and someone convinced him, like, hey, you should totally get a, this little uh, speedy car and go down a slide in this rich Why do you want house? Sonic Shut dead? Shut up! No one likes it, <laughs> You killed someone! No, no, wait, Listen, because, like, oh, the reason, the reason why I say, speaking, like, that I he... Didn't. The reason why I say on, that Jake. he probably doesn't exist is because, like, they they make it a point early on that, like, he, like, seemed to have come out of nowhere. There are no records of him existing at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody recognizes him at all. Um, his energy signature seems foreign to their world. He just straight up does mm-hmm. not exist in this in these dimensions. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> oh. And so oh. the shattering of it's maybe erasing himself from the universes accidentally. Probably. That's probably why also Shadow, you don't see him anywhere, because he like chaos controls before yeah. the thing happened. Yeah. S- something I want to The interesting s- thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say something I want to say that I really liked about the show is uh, I feel like it feels like a Sonic game almost like you could you could almost see yourself playing this show, yeah, which it, is something I really, really enjoyed about it's it. It's very toyetic, like a bunch of like new costumes and new power ups and like things that make things that exist solely to be obstacles yet also serve a function like the all the weird device in the city although the one thing that doesn't make any sense so far is uh oh, the, the rings. rings yeah do yeah. the rings maybe the rings will eventually make sense like what he collects them in the like they do in the games but uh they, they didn't explain if there's a purpose for those things yet he stops it's funny because he stops losing rings when he gets hit in like the first few episodes that's and true then, like hmm. he just keeps getting like knocked yeah because they don't have rings care. in the universe oh so he just dies instantly, maybe. No, I mean, I would assume it's more of like a power-up, I suppose, than something that's yeah. like, you don't die. It's like less vital. Steroids. But yeah, yeah, basically. It's just very interesting to touch upon, you know, it's just, I just want, I want to touch upon the toy aspect, because Panny, you mentioned that? Yeah, right? toyetic. Um, if we go back to Batwheels, uh-huh. you know, that very popular children's, Bat no toys. Wheels. It has no toys. No, I'm buying all. them. I'm buying them. There, there's nothing to buy. There's no toys. When when they release the toys, I'm buying them. Bad wheels. They're just playing the long game, you know. I want like Harley's like little whatever she would drive a uh, ATV or something. I don't know what she would drive. <laughs> trying to get kids to she buy a, like uh, <laughs> NFT cars. Drive me down. Drive me up the wall. <sighs> yeah. And I do agree that having the um, alternate versions do. They would allow more toys to occur. Yes. But it's like, does Netflix want to do that? Just does w- Sega want to do that? Just wait and see. People will be buying that shit. Yeah. They, they probably would. I they... honestly think they could make a game out of this. Well, I know there were Sonic <laughs> Boom toys, but that was on a major network. Nobody wants that. They you know technically I mean? are merchandising them, oh. but digitally. Because, I mean, they already had that Roblox thing. Um, They have the Sonic running game where they have the character skins for that. No one wants to play a shitty mobile game. Well, apparently they must still be. <laughs> Look, there, there exists zero good games on mobile. I even downloaded Skullgirls mobile. Oh I got my bored God. of it. No, you, you fucking obsessively play I it. Played, okay. I played it for like two days and then I got bored of it. I'm done. And it was annoying because we were out trying to have a good time, you know, go outside like normal people do. And this fucker is just obsessively checking. Oh my god, is Schoolgirls Mobile downloaded yet? Look, look, I was just like, hey, we're on a fucking Uber ride. We gotta, like, do something. I was like, you ain't talking. It's better than checking my Twitter. Yeah, because you're the most Are you saying you don't want a Cookie Run Kingdom Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't know what the hell Cookie Run Kingdom is. Oh my god, Nico's obsessed with that game. But circling back to uh, Sonic Prime, I don't feel as if they really put a lot of pressure on Sonic to do things because it's like oh no where's the shard oh it's over there oh like you think and not like halfway across the world or anything you think he would need like a time limit or something anything that's a bit because uh, when he recognized oh that's the loop-de-loop right yeah. I'm near this place blah blah he's already kind of there or yeah. like um in the in the ocean world He's kind of had to sail for like two days and he's there already. Yeah. And it's like, oh, um, hmm. It's not like a growing adventure. 
It makes sense. Something that I'm thinking that they've been really, really slowly building to is because like the thing ends with like Shadow being like home, home doesn't exist anymore, and then like goes to like you know second punch Sonic. Um, I feel like when the show comes back, they're going to point out the fact that technically where Sonic came from literally does not exist anymore. Like, yeah, that, I feel the... like it's it's shattered into all these different like pieces. Hence why each thing has like a different thing wrong with it. It's a shattered dimension. Sonic Prime is unlike Sonic Boom in the sense that it will have a finite ending. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's only going to be maybe well, season 32 episodes, whatever, however long it's going to be is going to be it. And whatever the last three episodes, it's going to be a montage of them collecting all the shards or something Mm -hmm. or finding the mega shard. Yeah, because I feel like so far the Sonic Prime thing, hopefully, I think it'd be really cool if they touch upon some of the older TV shows as well. Like if they like Sonic is 3D, but it's mm -hmm. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like they go to the Steve Urkel. <laughs> that was, that was, I know that was something that a lot of people were really Sonic hoping for. But yeah, as Sonic it's carving out, it seems like they probably aren't going to do that. Yeah, sadly. Or if they can get the actors, Sonic goes to the live action world for a bit. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that'd be expensive. Funny. Yeah, that'd be really. Expensive. I do think. I do think oh, one thing like. Mm-hmm. After like seeing it, I was kind of expecting them to go in one of these directions, but as the ads were coming out, I was like, "Oh, wait, I guess they aren't really going to do that." where they had a point to where like they shattered the world and such um sonic's friends were like literally in the forefront of the explosion um and seemed to be the main focus of some of these worlds where like sonic will show up in a world and it's like it only his only those few friends that were there are the ones that exist there outside of some random background characters it's their story like the caveman world the jungle world that's amy's story the pirate world, that's Knuckles' story. Mm-hmm. And for the the robot city, that's Tails' story. Mm-hmm. We're going through each of their own little oh, things yeah. for oh, Sonic yeah. to learn more about himself. So Big the Cat's next. Oh yeah, let's go. Dude, I love the the frog playing the bongos oh. <laughs> on the pirate no, ship. No, wait, that was great. Oh, oh also, something I want mm-hmm. I want to note is the amount of child soldiers in this show. Well, like all the other citizens, like the generic <laughs> animal citizens, like look younger than everyone else. Well, no, no, not just that, but like the animals, like specifically that were in the resistance, they looked like fucking kids. Yeah. And then the pirates, they looked like children. And it's like, why are you like beating sending? Yeah, why are we beating up kids? Sure I don't think anything it will be more fucked up than like <laughs> Amy opening up her chest and it's the fucking it's fucking birdie. No, the that's true. They're like, oh, Sonic Adventures, no. sickening right now. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking of a callback, uh, Jack Septicai voices one of the pirates. Oh yeah. He oh, does. that's baller. Yeah. And this would be two times he's voiced a Sonic character. Good for him. Well, what's the so other true. character? He's canon twice. Irish the Hedgehog. That sounds racist. I, I, he's, I'm Irish. He's Irish. Irish. I get drunk. Arr, arr. Me, me when I'm Irish. Me when I'm Irish, and we just bought alcohol. You like? But, would that be nationalist? No, nationalist. Pan, why arr. are you being racist towards me? Arr, I'm gonna beat up some gnomes. Arr. But in terms of Sonic gnomes? Prime's Irish? characterization, it's a bit weird for Sonic. You know what I mean? So? Yeah, he's really immature. Yeah, he's an asshole. Someone needs to kick his ass. He's just, he's at the point where it's clear that they're friends, 
but like he fucked up big time and no one's really talking with him about it you know what i mean here's what i'm wondering how can they talk with him about it he's always speeding if sonic prime is canon would that the only way I could justify it being canon is if it's somewhere slightly earlier in the timeline, especially after playing Frontiers. Like, mm-hmm. Sonic has definitely come a long way in Frontiers in terms of how he views his friends, and Sonic Prime is, like, definitely way, way earlier in that. I, yeah, I agree. If Sonic Prime is supposed to be the nexus point that really, well, it's kind of like whenever they make a new Zelda game, and they're like, this is the earliest it's ever been in the timeline. Boo. I think this might be the earliest, earliest, yeah. I guess. For but then it also comes to account of which games are canon to this. Is it all connected? Because, of course, if you have a fucking multiverse, of course, everything's connected. Yeah, that's cheating. Sure. Well, it has to be at least past what I would assume would be Shadow the Hedgehog or Sonic Heroes, because Shadow's there. Yeah. And, like, Shadow is not considered dead or an antagonist he's just kind of not really a rival he's just angry yeah well it's funny because like sonic immediately is like one of my biggest rivals back on that later they kind of just do away with a lot of explaining or really let's just wait for it when they're in the pirate world and they saw robot amy there's like how is she here and she's like never mind that we are here now we're conquering everything that is our plan now and it's like, oh, uh, okay. Well, to be fair, <laughs> realistically, why would she tell them? Not that. It's just there wasn't, like, a big thing where they're saying, now we're going to go conquer everyone. We see her. And then they say, yep, that's just what we're doing. We're going to collect all the shards. We're going to conquer every world because we're egg Well, man. no, that's no, no. We they, do. They, they were talking about that for a while. Like, they kept overhearing what Sonic was saying. And it was like, shards? Yeah. Implying that there's more than just this. There's more. Where the fuck are they, hedgehog? We want them. And then they captured nine. And we're like, all right, well, now that we got you. <laughs> and there's more. <laughs> we're going to get the rest. Um, And then nine is just brooding. I mean, very, it's like, Sonic left me. I'll help you now. Yeah. I have no friends. Oh. I don't think that's correct either. Cause like, mm, yeah, I disagree. Uh, nine, nine is also kind of like, he kind of seems like he's just kind of playing along. Yeah. Like, I agree with you. There are a few moments where like when they're looking away and then nine like makes a smirk and it's like, Oh, okay. He's going to do a little trolling <laughs> when he left. Right. And went off to uh, the, the empty world. Usually in other shows, you have like a visual moment of him working by himself and then having something happen. And then he's like, you know what? I'll go help them. And this one, they, he's like, oh, he's back. There he is. He's helping yeah. everyone now. And it's like, um, I guess there was a scene missing where he felt bad. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't disagree. That was something that I was a little confused about as well. I feel like what they must have been thinking is, oh, like nine is not the focus. so We don't have to show it. But at the same time, I feel. I don't know, actually, I'm trying to think about how the show's been written. They do show scenes where Sonic's not there, so they definitely still could have if they wanted to show nine regretting and then going back. And these are pretty long episodes. There's like a full 22 to sometimes 43 minute episodes. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, you guys have some time. Netflix likes to pair two episodes Mm -hmm. together for the first episode sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my god, that much. first episode's 40 minutes. 
Yeah, that's just two yeah, episodes um, separate. Essentially. Um, I do feel that uh, there is one particular arc in Sonic Prime um, that is mm-hmm. just... It just, it's bad on all accounts to me personally and i think it's just like it's the one that's supposed to be focused around amy the logic behind it is strange yeah particularly that like, a lot amy like just kind of like she sees these guys like to her being wasteful with the fruit and like taking but never giving and i'm sitting there like this this island is overgrown there is way more plants than all of y'all and like most of the stuff that they're quote-unquote wasting the fruit you're supposed to drop that on the floor. It rots, and then the seeds plant into the ground right? naturally. So it, what are you getting I, mad at, I kept, I kept being confused that she's like, we need to kill the scavengers. They're going to ruin the jungle. It's like, it's four fucking people. They're not going to be able to, like... Literally. It, it's yeah. not like Jeff Bezos, like, fucking destroying land or some shit. Like, like it would have been more sensitive, like, Egg, like Eggman was there, mm-hmm. like ruining the yeah. city yeah oh yeah there wasn't plants. even an egg man no i thought he was gonna be a plant or something they probably cut that out i feel like the, yeah the forest one was the weakest of the uh times yeah because there was there was no egg man in that for one for two it just like there were so many issues i had with like i'm sorry amy's supposed to be like i guess smart or whatever but she doesn't even realize like you know plants need the sun like are you dumb and why is she like obsessed with this like jungle shouldn't she like want things to be like the way that they were because you know the jungle is unnatural it wasn't like she was born into that so i'm not really well, sure the why jungle she's so section protected. it leads into a greater point where well obviously we only have eight episodes and there's only um three worlds shown so far it's mostly empty like the jungle world yeah just those three yeah. people yeah um the city has a lot of people you know sure right mm-hmm. but then we have the uh, ocean world and it's like who do we have knuckles's old teams teams i guess yeah, it's just who like did they pillage pirates <laughs> that's are, what are i was else? wondering look it's look, they got a lot to design here okay so they got to recycle those uh those basic like not even just that but just like dialogue where knuckles could say the monster chased out all the other scavengers. It's like, oh, okay, there's other people. Nope, just just them. Well, they'll run into them eventually. It's you know them them revealing that like the monster. For okay, when they first revealed that the monster was just Amy, I'm like, oh, okay, that's an interesting direction. But like, I, I'm I'm guessing okay, I can see where they're going. And then when they re- revealed that it was just like some kind of squabble over fucking food, and that there are nobody else, there was literally nobody else here. Um, and Amy got mad at some people like uprooting a few small trees yeah, i was sitting there like yeah. i was like are you is this real i'm actually also with amy at that where it's like why was big the cat shaking all that fucking fruit tossing some of it in the bowl and just leaving <laughs> there's like like it's annoying i'm part amy on that one it's a, it's it's annoying <laughs> but i wouldn't beat the shit out of my friends for doing that i'd be like yo cut it out not just like yeah i'm gonna destroy you with my hammer make you starve to death fuck you and, like, it seems like there's definitely more to that world because, like, the, the stuff was still growing even without Amy kicking them out. Like, it's clear that that, um, that area, because of that rock or whatever, the overgrowth was starting to choke other plants that were providing them with food. Uh, but they don't mm-hmm. point that out enough. Like, yeah. it's something that, like, if you're paying attention to the beginning of that arc, you can, like, hear it. But 
you will you will easily forget about it by the end of it um and start thinking oh amy was like choking all these plants and like causing all these issues because like she was like just causing light to not show but she wasn't doing that at first she was not doing it at first that is literally just how the environment is yeah like, like she just made it worse but she definitely didn't yeah. start it or even do most of it she just made it a little bit worse i'm just betting the only it, person it, to really bring it back up is sonic mm-hmm. being like but your your friendship falling out sometimes that's natural what isn't natural is all this growth <sighs> and that's not your fault or something like that i forgot what yeah, that I, would, yeah. I would not be surprised if like the original like script had like eggman cutting up the forest but it was like hey we we can't design another eggman it's gonna cost a lot for the modeling team or whatever i would believe that yeah Mm -hmm. but for the next topic because you've actually talked a lot about sonic in this one yes oh well well, so overall what you think of this uh series of eight episodes because i thought it's fantastic i want more it's pretty good yeah like the the stairwell scene the action scene in the stairwell that's just like damn that was cray cray no, that looked really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is some great fighting scenes. Yeah. The Sonic versus Shadow fight is probably a highlight for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. But guess who else ended fighting? What? That's not a great transition. Ooh. Ash Ketchum <laughs> oh. is retiring oh. with the next series no! next year. Oh, he's dead. So <laughs> I'm not even. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. I'm not even that sad that Ash is retiring. Because, like, okay, he's he's gone what he set out to do. He's gone and done it. He's the world champion. It doesn't make... No, he wanted to catch every Pokemon. Yeah, he didn't do that shit. But he wanted to catch every Pokemon. He definitely didn't do that. Yeah. He's got, like, yeah, 20. That was a big thing. He's got, like, 20 Pokemon. That's all. My friend, uh, Saldus JJ, made a great little parody where he's like, what? There's more islands? There's more... He's like, yeah, they've always been there. He's like, what? How am I finding out about this now? Yeah, there's more Pokemon. I still like the whole. The issue is like, regardless of that being one of his like goals, I think his main goal was like, you know, to be the very best, like no one ever was, and find his dad. Yeah, and find his dad. Maybe he, you know what, guys? Maybe he found his dad. But wasn't Giovanni his dad? According to the stage play, was is it canon? His stage play canon. He still has an unnamed father. Oh, man. And the 25 years, he still has no father. But, but um, here, here's the thing. Like, the whole, like, hype of, like, the gym battles and, and just the, the tournaments and stuff, it wouldn't really have the same weight anymore. And, like, despite there being other plots and such, that's a always been a big part of the plot in pokemon yeah so if you were to remove that i feel like it would really change the dynamics of the show and the algorithm of you know each episode and i think that's why they're removing him but i'm less sad about him leaving than presumably team rocket who are my favorite characters in the whole franchise because i mean their whole thing is getting his pikachu so it's very likely that well they'll probably just follow the next people i hope so i hope so but they better like it- cover why they're following the new people next if they're going to do that i i don't want them to butcher team rocket if we go in the opposite perspective uh Yu-Gi-Oh, when yugimoto's arc ended they picked another kid oh and the first episode was his first day of school oh yeah and yugi like bumping into him he's like Mister, you dropped your card. He's like, keep it. He's like, whoa, Karibo. 
and I was like, that shitty card. How? Um, you mean okay? I remember that. Yeah, that it was <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. It was that season where it was like a school for Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's like, damn, this kid wants to be like mm-hmm. a Yu-Gi-Oh! champion and he didn't recognize the Yu-Gi-Oh! in front of him? That guy sucks. Yeah. What a dumbass. Moron. The guy who battled with gods, yeah. like actual god cards, and destroyed a bunch of things and was like the winner of an island tournament. Like, you didn't recognize him? Well, hmm? uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just hear about these things and you don't actually see the face of the person. You just think, oh, somebody won the the... The Olympics, yeah, that's cool. Didn't I didn't see a photo of that guy, but you know. I, I feel like that you, this is a little different than the Olympics, but this is just me. Yeah. I saw a recent tweet where it was, and if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm showing on screen right now, why are the chain smokers singing t- uh, tequila at Costco? And the ratioed quote tweet was, how do you recognize the chain smokers? <laughs> yeah. Right? I would never know who they are. So it's like, maybe Yugi was popular, who the hell but, are the um, chain smokers? Oh, fuck for no. the new series, starting January twenty twenty three, yeah. it's gonna be eleven episodes. Yeah, okay. and they're gonna conclude his arc. We're going back to and basics. I'm like, Good, because like in the video games, you never played as Ash. You played as someone else. Red, but look, I wanted to believe it was Ash. Okay. Well, it's a lot different than Ash. Shut if you up. were red, or if you were Shut Ash, up. you would have fucking sucked. Shut up. Oh, you know what, Pan? You would have played as Ash no. because you do fucking suck. No. But speaking of fucking sucking, mm-hmm. Avatar two. But what about what's going to happen to the Pokemon series now? The cartoon. There's two uh, new kids. What the? Fuck? It dies. Okay. Okay. Well, hy- hypothetically, what would a continuation of Ash's story even be about? You know what. Like, if, if they stuck with Ash, you know, like... He grows retirement. old and becomes a pedophile. No, no! <laughs> because all Why of is that his... the direction? He'd become the new Professor Oak type character, helping the kids or whatever. Oh, he's old as fuck. He's, like, in his 30s. No, I don't want to uh, see that. Ew, 30. 30's... 30's so old. 30's not old. 30 yeah. is old and decrepit. I feel like we definitely have, like, an amount of people who listen to this podcast that are older than 30. No. <laughs> I'm still young. No, you're not, Pan. You're you're I'm still like still young. Your your back is broken. No. You're old and gross and yucky. Yucky. No. If what's the, actually what's a good gauge if you're if you're old old? Uh like what's the Medicare. Medicare? Oh Medicare. Well. No, I meant like a physical thing. Uh, okay. What's the, what's the, um, not a physical thing, but if you use like besides like when you're driving, but if you regularly use like Siri or like text to speech or like certain emojis. I'm just gonna assume you're old. I use emojis. Which, which I said which emojis certain emojis. Which, you don't use which emojis? Yeah, which one? Here, let, let me send them in chat. What I think old people. I I use are. a mix of emoticons where you type out the emoji, just like smiley face, but also the emoji itself. Yeah. Sometimes Here, let me faster. let me find old people emojis. Left crying emoji. Oh. That's a that's, that's a, an old person. No, either this, old or count? you're like white oh, and really rich. No. I no, that's an old one. The uh, oh. the cat face. No, that doesn't mean you're. If you're old, watching though. a screen, it's the colon three. Yeah, that's pretty old. Let me think. What other old people emojis? Um, if you're oh, if your back hurts a lot more often, if even if you don't do real, a lot of physical activity, then I've been oh. old so since like, I was like, fucking like eight years old. Then I'd have to add add an addendum. 
if this wasn't a normal thing for you in the first place. I'm trying I, to find out. You know what? I'll just add that dim I got my own fanfic on like what Ash Catching would be doing, you know? Okay, these these emojis, they actually apply to either your old or your white and rich. <laughs> the laughing emoji with like the- You're literally like the... showing emojis that I use. <laughs> yeah. The... You're using basic emojis I've seen <laughs> yeah. people in their 20s No. Earlier. Use. Look, I want I want like John Wick, but of Ash Ketchum, and he's like, Ash Ketchum, you retired, and everyone's coming for his like ranking Everyone or whatever. Everyone I know who uses if these you emojis use this... is either like really rich or really old. So like, there's a bounty if on you... Ash Ketchum. It reminds... If you use this particular disturbed emoji, you are just like, you're just based. That's what you so are. Ash yeah, Ketchum. yeah, the, the disturbed emojis are based like... The emojis I use are like I use the cowboy emoji a lot. So every I night, feel like... catch him getting murdered in his. his <laughs> Pan in the background just tried to sleep. describe his fanfic. People trying to kill him. It's like the end of John Wick Two. You know, the whole world's trying to murder him for Pan, his crown. Why are you always? Pan, fa- why are you always wait. fantasizing about murdering children? They want to be the best. Pan. No, 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 no. Pan, Pan has this. Ash thing. is not the best. No, at no, all. no, no. He I want the championship. No. Okay. No, no, he won a championship. What? Twenty five yeah, years later. Ate, okay, okay. He, Hear me out. Pan, Pan has this thing, and it's, it's disturbing. What? He's obsessed with like media about beating up children. <laughs> no, it's a coincidence that I watched Cobra Kai, and I think one other thing that had. Wait, there was this in like ten things. Isn't that things. most cartoons? What? I don't he didn't know what like you're ten things to. were like Maybe adults beat up children. No, he'll see a video like I was watching Cobra Kai. No, he'll see like a video where like an adult beats up a kid. He'll be like, hell yeah, that guy rules. It's like <laughs> he's beating up talking? a child. Like that what? that guy who kicked that kid at the grocery store. And you're what like, this kid? guy rules. What are you talking about? No, the, the guy at the grocery store. And that kid know. ran up to him and he fucking punted him. And you were like, this guy rules. What are you? Fucking, I showed you I, the video. I know. Wait, wait, show me the video again. Let me Wait, pan, find pan, it. yeah, pan, pan. What emojis do you think that Ash Ketchum would use? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, like a fist, but it's like a, a brown version of the fist because he's like a. He's, no, he's I need to. I need to show you guys an emoji that <laughs> Wait, pedophiles no. use. No, because this what? actually is. And how would you know pedophiles use them? Uh, because they they preyed on me. Interesting. This one. This is the pedophile. This is emoji. a wacky podcast. <laughs> a wacky emoji. I feel like you're just sending regular emojis, and you just have emotional trauma with all of them, and you're gatekeeping it to all of us. I'm gatekeeping, guys. My emotional. And you're like, this is one that only drug dealers use, and it's like a smiling emoji. And it's like I've seen a lot of people use that. Well, maybe like. Listen. I'm trying okay. to wait. Wait. I'm trying to understand what mentally. What mentally? That's a pedophile dog. With, no, not that. Not not that. The fucking emoji I sense of pedophile but dog. Circling back. It. Circling back to Avatar Two. Pan, why are you trans? Uh, Jake and I saw it. Yeah, yeah. J- tra- Avatar Two. Jesus oh yeah, Avatar Two. <laughs> so, are you okay with Jake and I spoiling this for you? Pan? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. Fuck those people. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to start, Jake? Oh, I thought the movie was fantastic. Way better than I didn't the first. like it. You didn't like it? <laughs> Two genders. The the the, the, <laughs> the bar is so low of being better than the first movie. So as a preface, I watched it IMAX 3D. And mm-hmm. would you watch it in Jake? I watched it in like D Box 3D. I had to spend like fifty something dollars on that shit. Damn. So D Box 3D and IMAX 3D are slightly two different things. D Box has more immersive shit. 
Mm-hmm. But like IMAX has more screen. Yeah, the seat just kind of moves. So who really won? I mean, I probably did because I could like even if I like if I had fallen asleep during the movie, which I surprisingly didn't, I would have been massaged. So you went for comfort. I went for screen space. But also you didn't even have the option of IMAX 3D. So you couldn't even have that choice. Yeah, no, if I wanted to see it in IMAX, I would have had to go to like a theater slightly farther away. And me and my roommate wanted to walk to the theater. And so be that as it may for our, um, you know, screen choices. Right. That doesn't matter. <laughs> um, as a preface, the film looked amazing. It did. It looked great. It's a visual masterpiece, not story wise. We'll Aww. get to that. <laughs> Visually, it looks like a very expensive documentary and i say that to a fault um in traditional filmmaking you have nice bokeh blur and separation of the background and character you sometimes had that in the movie you know where a character would be out of focus mm-hmm. slightly if that makes sense jake sort of like when i watched it and i have to preface this to you pan huh. the film was in 48 fps Yes, that's going to look great. So it was in high frame rate. Um, And I was talking to my friend about it. And I was like, it's going to have a variable refresh rate for some reason. And to me, that made it feel less like a movie and more like a a documentary or a video game. How do you feel about that, Jake? Um, I don't know. I kind of connected with like the family aspect of the film, especially much more than what the first film was doing. I remember not really enjoying the first film on repeated watch mainly because my dad would play it at nauseum and then when i rewatched that i was kind of like this feels really white savory-ish kind of maybe not thinking about this enough and like there obviously that stuff was still going to linger throughout the films because obviously it's still the same franchise anything that happened in the first movie still can into the second one but what i appreciated mm-hmm. a lot about the film was that it was juggling a large cast and actually handled most of them pretty well, especially the kids. The kids were, like, fantastic. I cared about them. I cared about their relationships. Um, I completely believe how they all interacted with each other. And they even supported their parents' stories. And by the end of the film, I sat there knowing that I had to pee for half the film and didn't want to get up and miss anything. I disagree. I'd say for a lot of the film... At any point, you could have got up and pissed for three minutes and you would have been fine. Probably. Because obviously, while watching it, we wouldn't have known it. But after watching it, there were a lot of scenes where things happen. And then another scene right after it where they explain heavily what just happened and what they need to worry about. If that makes sense. I don't really get that from it. Uh, let's, let's take a point of when one of the main characters goes off, you know, one of the kids and goes to meet that space whale mm-hmm. right where they kind of trick him and he's just kind of there and he's like guys where's everyone and then they have a whole extended sequence of them trying to them going like oh no he's out there let's go find him and he's like perfectly fine and they're still like what you let our kids just hang out there for no reason let's go find him and then he comes back and then they have a whole another scene where it's like you should not have left him out there and then they had two more scenes talking about it and it's just like oh this 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 feels like a movie that had one hour's worth of plot, and they stretched it out with a lot of beautiful kind of process of like. Scenes. Did you watch an extended version of the film? Because like I know which I know what scenes you're talking about, but I remember only like, um, 
there was only one or two scenes for that that were about like people recognizing that he was missing um and then like them scolding the other kids for like leaving him out there um it probably felt like it went on longer than need to i guess probably i can imagine because some of that stuff i was i was just kind of chilling i was just kind of vibing i was enjoying seeing um the kids figure their stuff out and i was curious to see where they were gonna go i think the only instance where the movie kind of lost me in terms of like the immersion broke and i was like wait a minute isn't that dumb um was uh one of the characters because like the film has this one point in which where the, the characters are trying to like move away to where they can't be found or something because they want to be invisible um so they move to a completely different region um and one of the kids has a seizure um so they call on some of the like doctors that are still like human with avatars and they come with their ship and everything and i'm sitting there like i thought you guys were trying not to be tracked why did you request for somebody with a ship to come check on your child um and you could reason why they would do that but Mm -hmm. they never pointed out enough to where you think that the story was aware of this being a potential problem (laughs) until it is and they didn't even need them the the priestess the uh the wife of the chief and whatnot mm. uh so, okay so they had all this medical equipment Phantom mango and they're like yeah she had a seizure we can treat her uh-huh. i think <laughs> and then the chief the chieftain's wife said get the fuck out of here and went <laughs> on her back and then she became seizureless and it seems that she became regular <laughs> and it seems like they're gonna go somewhere with that because later on while like um they're doing that stuff on the girl to like revive her. Um, Jake is like talking with um, the other avatars um, and they're talking about what he's like describing what um, his daughter had been saying stuff about how she could still feel um, Awa uh, all all around her, even when she wasn't in contact with the trees or something. Um, And the guy kind of describes that. Okay. What you're describing is like um, a classic hallucinating moment. Um, if your daughter gets in contact with one of those spirit trees again, she might have a seizure again underwater and die. So you can't let her do that anymore. And they do a musical sting that makes it seem like, oh, that's going to be a problem. Obviously, this is a character who's really in touch with that stuff. That's going to be like horrible to have to tell her that she can't interact with that stuff anymore. It does not come up again for the rest of the film. And I can't tell if it's because it's something that was left out in like later drafts or it's something that they plan to bring up in later films. Either way, it's something that's brought up and then doesn't come up again for the rest of the film. I hate when movies do that. It feels like a case of midichlorians where magic from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I know. Midichlorians. Do you want to explain what midichlorians are, Mango? Uh, basically like, how do I even explain like it's... the amount in touch with the force you are? Oh yeah, no, it's that. Yeah, that's yep. like the more midichlorians you have, the yeah. more powerful you are. Your because they had to explain. Yep. And so I guess magic exists in Avatar Two. That it just does. Hell yeah. Um, didn't exist in the first film. Hold yeah. On. What the hell was that about? Huh? It. Pro- how do you explain the trees? It's it's okay. It's new DLC. How do you explain it's, the it's new DLC? DLC. No. DLC. No. What about the floating islands that have the waterfalls? How's that working? DLC. It's DLC. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a joke from the uh, Simpsons parody where it's like, those aren't actually floating, they're actually falling. Oh, no. Yeah, most likely. Um, Just very slowly. What's... We're getting close to our break. Just kidding, we actually passed it a while ago. Oh. Uh, let's, <laughs> w- let's touch upon 
the speciesism, racism uh, that the yeah. film talked about. Oh, yeah. Race war! Pan, you've had enough racism for the Always week. remember, slow and steady wins the master race. God, you've said that like a hundred oh. fucking times. Early on in the film, um, there's Nitri... By the way, this is not me remembering the characters' Natiri. names. I haven't looked them up. This is Natiri, uh, Jake's wife. Yeah, Jake Sully. And whatnot. Sorry, Jake's mate, as they say right here. And uh, they have some hybrids. Oh, yeah. Because Jake is trapped in the Avatar body. They have some kids with four fingers and a thumb. And there's also this one kid named Spider who just hangs around them. Mm -hmm. And Atiri made a point that says, Hello, Spider. He's cool. I don't trust him. <laughs> you remember that? I do remember that. So I was like, oh. And um, at the very end of the movie, spoilers, I guess, for this movie, they do the thing where they hold him hostage because he's connected to another main character somehow, but not in a way where Spider knows that's the case. Like, the way they portrayed it, at least to me, Jake, was like, oh, this woman I hung out with, like, I thought she was cool, is gonna kill me now. Uh, okay. What was your thoughts during that scene, Jake? Uh, I kind of felt like they were foreshadowing that a lot, because they kept having him whenever, like, the first time that he sees a clip of her, like, killing his dad, um, he's like, oh, whoa, that's kind of fucking freaky. Um, and every time there's mention of it, he gets uncomfortable. And, like, even right before that scene happens, um, he's seeing her, like, go batshit crazy on all these humans and going, oh, whoo. <laughs> and I don't really think that they utilized that. For, I didn't know. I don't know what they could have utilized it for, because when she goes to, like, use him as, like, a ransom against uh the villain's ransom um he's not in on it he's not in on it um and of he's course like, he was oh, he wasn't it. going to be on it because i mean they were foreshadowing that he was afraid of her so um rightfully so but at the oh, same God. time like it's they they don't really do anything with it like he doesn't ever have a moment where he like feels like he doesn't trust them suddenly um it kind of just seems to be one of those things that like it's in the movie they point at it they don't really do anything with it, but thankfully it's not really the focus of the film, so it's more like something that you could ignore. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still strange, <laughs> especially because technically you could argue that she probably was willing to fucking kill him. She probably wasn't going to, because even though she felt him as other or whatever, obviously she was still like, she still like cares about him to some degree because her kids care about him but it's more so of like a pet role where it's like he'll never be like us but then they go to that entirely new tribe of water people mm -hmm. and the water people are super racist against the uh uh the the tree people oh my god it's they're like, like they have tiny cats. tails oh they have uh, tiny, they nails, have tiny tails. arms and they have four fingers listen i'm gonna be real if you got if you got a tiny tail gross i don't fuck with you you got a tiny tail. How are you supposed to swim with that? Yeah, what can you even do with that? They kind of just kept being racist. I'm racist towards And then at tail. one point... Oh. Wait, why, why are you sad about that? It wasn't until the end of the film, Jake, where it's like, well, your son died, and now he's buried with our ancestors. Therefore, we're no longer racist to you. And it's I mean, like, uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they fought alongside them. One of their own died with them. And is he brought the fight to them. They're just water people fucking in the ocean, and they're like, please, we just want to fuck in the ocean. And then Jake brought all these fucking people after them. They just wanted to fuck in the ocean. And it's like, 
Yeah. After all that shit that they went through, I would be surprised if they still remained racist. Well, it maybe if the kids survived. Maybe if the kids survived or like Well, the kids the kids in like uh what is it? Colon S colon. Majority of them survived. The hybrid kids? Oh yeah, it was only one kid that died. Um yeah. and they didn't re- I think it was the one that didn't really get any development at all. Yeah. I feel like they probably they probably didn't develop him that much because they knew we were going to kill him off. It felt like that. It felt like that to me when he died. I was like, ah, oh, well, he's the one that they were talking about the least. Damn. But when they did actually go to the water place and they had a, you know, they rode the animals to do the uh, the hair thing that they usually do and everything. Mm-hmm. They sucked at swimming, except for one of them. This one girl. She was super good at holding her breath and everything. And I think of the logistics of that and everything. It's like, wait a second. It's like the uh, Galapagos Island finches, where they're specifically adapted to do a thing. Mm. Why did they run to the ocean people? I I didn't know either. Uh, what uh, my roommate said was like it is because he's he's a big he's a bigger fan of Avatar than me, and I might be botching what he said, but something about that like um, this specific tribe was so far away from their previous tribe that they were the ones that they thought of like if we go there we definitely won't be found unless something extravagant happens well that's the thing they the the humans with the avatars still know that they're there you know what i mean like they have their uh neck things where they uh intercom with people Mm -hmm. the military could have still found them through that they're like hey we found some like faint signals in the neck thing that we use it's older technology, but it checks out. So. I mean, I'd imagine that the neck thing was probably the neck thing was probably too weak. But that ship, when they had that ship come over to check on the uh, girl that had a seizure, that was strong enough, especially because it was within their range to detect, and then it went out of range and disappeared. And they had to estimate where they were by like burning random villages. I'm assuming that the the communicator thing was just it was too weak for them. Even if they were to try to use that to track them, it wouldn't have. That brings up a good point about them literally burning a lot of villages and shooting random animals. And the chieftain's like, yeah, you can keep staying here. It's like, no. Jake Sully specifically said they're after me. And the chieftain should have said, um, please leave. You're killing a lot of our people and burning. I guess that's just not how they are. They kind of were like that originally. They're like, they would be a burden to us. But regardless... You should watch it, Pam. Yeah. I don't think he has the attention span for that. I could. That is yeah, three hours of, tomorrow? like, Maybe. funnies. Mm-hmm. We could bring our extreme blue syrup. If you, if you go into it as, like, mm-hmm. if you go into it as, like, a family thriller, you'll probably have fun. I wouldn't say that it's, like, super clean script. Uh, but, I mean, I enjoyed it. And it was, I literally did not like the first film like that. And I enjoyed a three-hour film of a franchise that I either know little about or I thought was annoying. So, if anything, it looks nice. That's it does fair. look very beautiful. It does look very beautiful. I'll give it a five out of ten. It looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate it, Jake? Uh, I'd rate it like a. I'm gonna rate it a seven point five. Oh, that's generous. And and what's your uh, what's your final statement? Like, what's a tagline? Um, you'll give to to your review. You can't take mine. 
I, I got to think of a tagline. Uh, I guess my tagline would probably yeah. be something like, uh, "It's a lot of water." No, I was actually going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can use that. Death reads um, minds. It's it's a lot of water too. Do you like it when a white guy is in a blue guy and he has dreads? You'll like this film. I mean, there was a white kid in dreads. For him, that's circumstantial. He's grown up on alien world. He doesn't know what dreads are. Hey. So I guess he he looked at them and said, "I can do that too." Those are awesome. Well, they can say that. What's that word mean? I should start saying that word. From- no. Oh wait, wait, wait. There is one scene where like he first starts talking about like his father that I like thought was awful because like <laughs> they were like one of the characters was talking about how like um they like watching clips of their mother that they never got to met meet and uh, sometimes that they wish they got to meet them and or um mm-hmm. how she wants to know who her dad is or something and he responds with sometimes it's better to not know who your dad is and then there's like this gross silence <laughs> as like someone points out that his dad was the fucking villain from the first film oh oh yeah and then he came back as a clone yeah and i was like oh i guess this film has clones now yeah. anyway that's a great way to lead us into our break. All right. 54 minutes into this call. Yeah. Oh my God. And we only talked about two of the topics. Let's do a break. We'll be right back. We're always in our clothes getting high. Everybody wishes we would die. We're back. Question. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and put them in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video or post them in the Q&A section of the Discord. And what's our first question? It's hot. Uh, oh my God. Stop eating your hot fucking Cheetos on the podcast. What kind of hot Cheetos are you eating? Basic bitch Cheetos. I got to work my resistance up. I was having acid reflux months ago, but now I'm back to normal. So I'm just eating them again. And he almost cries whenever he eats hot Cheetos and he has to have a yogurt right after yeah. or he has a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. He's pathetic. That's actually better for the long run because... I don't know how you are, but like spicy food, uh-huh. it's going to hurt mm-hmm. later. So him eating yogurt, pretty good, pretty smart, yeah. Mm-hmm. efficient. Yeah, but he's not doing it because it's smart or efficient. He's doing it because he's stupid. Oh. <laughs> well, have you considered he also likes yogurt? Yeah, yogurt's mm-hmm. good. Yogurt rules, and strawberry he's based yogurt. for that. Yeah, strawberry is the best flavor. And the first question is from Kitty Gamer. Mm-hmm. This is only to Jake. Jake. Oh, yeah? You ready for this? Yeah. Bro, help me. My girlfriend keeps saying that boyfriend meowed in the beginning cutscene of Dusk Till Dawn, and she keeps calling him a furry. Um, he did meow, but he's probably a furry. Are you going to help him? Boyfriend's definitely a furry. Come on, let's be real. Jopo. <laughs> that, that's uh, to everyone right here. Pan Pizza Jake and yeah. Daphina. That's me. Have you oh checked my. out the artist named Lil Whatburger? His artwork is very close to the early 2000s. If so, check out his art on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I've seen their Lowell stuff. Lol Whatburger. Lol Whatburger. Yeah. They make some good stuff. Oh, dang. Hang on. If you click on media. Oh, wait. Like, no, I have seen this person's art. Wait, hang on. I got to scroll to scroll. find their art. <laughs> this is why it's You have important. to scroll very yes. down. Yes, I found their Hitsune Miku thing. Yeah, but they got oh, like a Powerpuff Girls I thing. I think I follow this person on Instagram. Yeah, they're pretty cool. The um Oh, you gotta really uh make a separate art blog or whatever, our Twitter. That's what I did for my Instagram. I but uh yeah, we've seen this stuff before. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Pan. Huh? Old man George what? asks a very pertinent question. Uh-huh. Does Pam do commissions? If so, what kind? No, I don't do that. I got I got barely any time to draw for my own. 
We all know what you draw in your free time, Pam. No. Question for everyone by FireJJ7. <laughs> Is it Christmas one? Oh, yeah. This will be uploaded on December 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve. Yay. So Yay. this counts as the Christmas special. Uh, what's y'all's favorite Christmas special from any show? The Hey Arnold Christmas special. I already talked about that a bunch. Yeah. What about you, Jake? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Mango, what do you think? Christmas special? Hmm, favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas episode. Special. God, how am I supposed to choose? We watched so many. By ranking them. What about the the Doug one where they fucking kill his dog? Yeah, that one was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, something, oh okay, something I, I have to bring up that, that, that uh, bothers me is in a lot of these uh, Christmas specials, they are um, trying to convince kids that uh, uh, eco-terrorism is good. How so? Let, let me explain. So, you know, like, how there's a, like... Like, for example, in big, the Big Hero 6 Christmas special, where they have that snow machine that, like, makes snow or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that's eco-terrorism. They're, like, they're terrorists. I, I mean, mm -hmm. that's not a good example to be sit, setting for children. We need, we need to think of the children. I mean, there was this one uh, TV uh, Disney movie... Um... I forget. It was about these old girls. They had a weather machine, and they made it so it was a blizzard, so that everybody would freeze to death, and they would have a better uh, Christmas. I don't know how that correlates. What they just fucking hated people and wanted them freeze to death. Yeah, you know, that's that's very real of them. That's fair. I think my favorite Christmas special is probably like the Fairly Odd Parents Christmas special. Yeah. And if not that one, then like one of the ones that um, Kids Next Door. Those did. are good classic ones. I agree. <laughs> yeah, the one with the X Men, but they were like Christmas themed, like. Uh, Wolverine or no Wintergreen and uh, uh, Snow Angel and other one Snowstorm. The, the names, I think the names were more creative than that, but you get the idea. In terms of comedy, I liked the American Dad Krampus episode, the Minstrel Krampus, mm -hmm. where Steve gets kidnapped and learns a lesson of being a good boy isn't just forgetting presents, but also appreciating your family. Yeah. In terms of spirit. The Fat Albert Christmas Special. Hey, is that the one where they go to prison? Nope. Okay, and I that... did show you uh, the uncensored version of that. Uh -oh. But the Fat Albert Christmas Special is the most Christmas you can be without Jesus Damn. involved so much. Yeah. I'm going to recap for everyone who doesn't know what Fat Albert is. So Fat Albert and the game are just like kids. They like to hang out in a junkyard. And I guess whoever owns it just lets them. And this man, woman, and child, right? She's pregnant. Uh, their car breaks down, and so they shelter them in this place for a little bit. But they want to go to the hospital, but can't afford it, right? And so Fat Albert... Fucking medical system. Fat Albert asks uh, this rich guy, hey, can you pay for them to go to the hospital? And he's like, no, they, they can't do none of that. Christmas, bah humbug, it sucks. So they're mixing the nativity kind of scene with, I don't know, Scrooge. And so Fat Albert gets a job to try and help pay for it and everything, but she's going into labor. Oh, no. Wait, does she get birth in the fucking junkyard and that's Jesus? It's, yeah, she gets birth in the junkyard. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Jeez. It's a very interesting tale because when watching it, it wasn't funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's pretty, it's kind of comedic, you know, like they have birth in the junkyard and it's like just, I don't know, there's just like rotten eggs everywhere and just like scrap metal it's, it's kind of a little comedic there actually right here i'll just read i'll just read the summary because uh fat albert mushmouth rudy bill uh by the way we're not going to talk about anything the the actual creator has done Aww. and the cosby kids gang are rehearsing their christmas play 
in the junkyard clubhouse and Mr. Tyrone, who owns the junkyard, as well as the whole east end of town for some reason. He just owns all of that. Damn. Shows up and it's like, fuck you, we want to bulldoze this town. Yeah. Then a little boy named Marshall, his dad, and his very pregnant mother show up. Car trouble, blah, blah. So the fat Albert offered to take them in and try the bargain of Tyrone. Hey, help these people out. But he won't listen. And apparently it takes the smallest kid with the worst vocals, Mudfoot, to talk some sense into him. And it's like, hey, she's pregnant, and that kid will probably die if you don't get him to the hospital. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I should do that. The system is broke, yo. The worst Christmas special is the Donkey Kong Country Christmas special, the I, Festival of Lights. It wasn't even Christmasy at all. They couldn't make a snow level or anything. Yeah, it was just like. You're obsessed with snow, Pan. It's Christmas time. My God, it was a ceasefire so... between the apes and the reptiles. Yeah. And you kind of forget it's a Christmas special for most of the thing, but they needed a holiday episode and it's like a tropical place. So what could they do? Oh, well. Weather machine. Ecoterrorism. <laughs> no, no more ecoterrorism. Damien asks, what is the best slash what's the best Christmas slash winter themed game level? Uh, Ooh, Garfield's Nightmare, the snow world. Hmm. Just because it's Garfield's Nightmare. You know, I was playing some, uh, I was playing Mario Kart 8. They had a new DLC pack and they have a new winter theme stage and it's a, it's a Christmas theme stage and you do a big jump off a half pipe and it's awesome and it picks up speed. Yeah, that was cool. Wait, Pan, Pan, Pan. Do you remember the game where it, it was like this flash game? It was called, like, Deep Freeze or something. You had to, like, shoot Santa. Oh, God. What, like, what did you do? <laughs> well, I don't know. And and you were on these little, like, purple platforms, and you had to, like, kill Santa. Yeah. I don't know. Less Christmassy, but more wintry. And Banjo-Kazooie, the freezy peak. He's got some nice warm cabins. They yeah. have a gigantic snowman. They mm -hmm. have a deadbeat dad that's fucking around trying to uh yeah. what, what was it he's trying to race someone or he's like racing people and he's and his kids are like where's our presence where's our dad i think he's dead oh, and you have man. to go find him damn what about you jake i like looked down and just saw an elon musk tweet <laughs> pay no attention so to bad. elon we're talking about winter and christmas Ooh, yeah sorry christmas. i just remembered something because jake said sonic the uh uh Cool Edge Day level in Sonic Unleashed, mm -hmm. where you're, you're Sonic? in a sled. You did not, but go on. <laughs> oh, I hallucinated it because I wanted to talk about Sonic, I guess. But which level would you say, Jake, for winter stuff? What level for just any game? Any game. Uh, that's like snowy or wintry or North Pole-y, I guess. Um, I have I have like a visual in my head, but I'm trying to remember what game series it's from. There's Spyro like too. Platformer. I feel like it was a platformer, but I can't remember which one. Probably not Spyro because I don't remember much from Spyro. Gex three has a winter level. Oh yeah, I remember that was fun. Definitely not Gex. Super Mario sixty four has a winter level. Oh, that's true. you know um, what? I, I, today I felt like playing Motor Storm Arctic Edge because the whole game takes place in the Arctic. Yeah, they're uh I think the only the only thing I could think of is like that one <laughs> snowboard snowboarding stage from Battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh but yeah. That, was that sand. That counts. Not necessarily snow. Or uh, SSX, just the game series in general yeah. that's winterboarding. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Question. I feel like this question's a bit biased from Mr. Coconut Fred himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would you feel if Coconut Fred was added to multiverses? He ain't coming back, fam. WB don't care about him. It's over. 
He's a neglected child like Super Magnetic Neo. I typed in Coconut Fred in Google, and the second thing that showed up was FNF. Yeah. I feel like you'd be an assist. (laughs) I could see that. Whatever that means to uh, multiverses, yeah, you, you just be like a. You get to eat him, and he powers you up. Or you throw him at people like a bowling ball. Actually, no. Even worse than that, he's a stage hazard. He's <laughs> neutral to everyone. He just fucks yeah, shit up because he's, he's a god. Yeah, he is overpowered. Yeah. So that would be a challenge. Look at to, this you know. absolute unit of a coconut. <laughs> is a god in the world, and everyone just has to deal with him. Yeah, if that makes sense. He's our Elon. He's an almost naked animal, except he's a coconut. Dino asks, question for Pan, and happy holidays to you all. Yay. Are you aware of the JRPG playing granny who also likes Disgaea Brita food for dogs? Oh, yes, yes. Any other, any other elderly gamers, cool people worth shouting out? <laughs> oh, I can't think of right now, but I just I remember finding that video, just like uh, an elderly woman just describing the Disgaea games. Like, dang, that's how long it takes to beat these games? Wild. It's like, Yes. Like, and she still hasn't beat it yet. No, you you cannot beat this guy. You got to get to level nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. It's impossible. The interesting thing about early gamers is, with content creation being how it is, we will see a lot more a lot of older people getting into it. And by that I mean, Pan will be in his fifties and sixties, no! and he'll still be creating videos for fun. Yeah, you're acting like Pan already isn't in his fifties and sixties. Do you think like because there will yeah. be a YouTuber? That people will get to watch turn senile. Oh yes. no! It will specifically be German nine eighty five, and that people will think if it's a bit or not. Oh, the whole time. That's oh, gonna be heartbreaking. I got something less heartbreaking. What? Hmm. Stuff. Uh huh. Question: What's your favorite Canadian slash French cartoon? Besides Ed, Ed and Eddie, um, huh? Yeah. Uh, Calamity Jane. You got stuff like Clone High. Oh, that too. I would say Clone High for sure. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for let's, the. Let's try for something more obscure. What, what what obscure Canadian cartoons do we have? A lot of people. Uh, oh, here's the thing mm-hmm. that keeps happening. Like on occasion, I'll get a DM by someone, and they'll say, "Hey, Pan, do you remember this cartoon?" And like this, ha- and people have described the same cartoon each time, and it was the Mobile Mysteries. It's it stars Frankie Muniz. And he plays this ugly little blue kid, and everybody looks like a Rugrats character, and they gotta solve mysteries in Canada. Oh. My favorite Canadian cartoon would be that uh the one that we saw recently, Jake. Untalkative Bunny. Oh That's yeah. Untalkative Bunny for most unaware. It's supposed to be for kids, but they've had scenes that just have naked adults for some reason. Well, it was comedic nudity, so it's fine. It's got some it, funny expressions. Yeah, this show, I, I urge everyone, was unless you're driving and listening to this. A Canadian show in the 90s. Um, search this up on Google, and you'll just see some great, great facial expressions. <laughs> and this is one of the earlier non-binary characters, because it oh, does not have a gender. It's just referred to as Bunny, okay. or the Bunny. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of reacts to things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's what I would call a comfort show. Mm-hmm. That makes they sense. Just like me for real. <laughs> you just kind of, and the way that we discovered it for real was uh, someone on Twitter was posting these screen caps, and I was like, "Is this someone's OC?" No. <laughs> like, did they show. filter it to make it look two thousands? That nope. may have aired on Kablam, I believe. Yes. Um, what would your favorite Canadian show be? Jake. 
Um, was Time Warp Trio Canadian? I feel like that show is Canadian. I, it sounds Canadian. Time Warp Trio. It looked Canadian. Uh, PBS Kids. Uh, no. Damn it! Yes. It was Canadian and United States, but we'll just go with Canadian. We'll just say it's Canadian. It counts. It counts. It's probably PBS was the distributor, and then Soup Two Nuts was the production company. That makes sense. It was a banger. It deserves a reboot. You know what else deserves a reboot? What? This next question. What are your thoughts? This is also Coconut Fred, by the way. What are your thoughts on fried rice? Yeah, it's pretty good. Did a shrimp fry it? Yeah, I think... I think fried rice is very good. What about you, Jake? Peel and shrimp. I gotta peel this myself. It's pretty good. I can't, can't lie. You're telling me a pan fried this chicken? Question by CK Draw Stuff. What is your favorite <laughs> film and or TV show of 2020? Hmm. Possibly Sonic, but oh, the Pinocchio movie, because I finally saw that all the way through. And yeah, that was amazing. Better than the original Disney version, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, it's great. Like stop motion. Um, Surprisingly... This is not in the original book for Pinocchio, but they took like some elements of Astro Boy's origin story and worked it into Pinocchio, which is funny because Astro Boy is basically Pinocchio. I'm glad you finally watched it so we can briefly talk about it. Yes. Um, did you like Tom Kenny in it? Yeah, he plays Mussolini, surprisingly, a fascist, classic Tom Kenny. He says, I like the puppets. Yeah, except that And then the second one. line, we shoot some of the I did not like these puppets. No. Blast. Pow. Take that, Tom Ken Top uh, Pinocchio. For animation, Smiling Friends. Live action, Peacemaker. Oh, true. Oh, P yeah, Peacemaker's great. I'm glad James Gunn now has power over DC. Oh, boy. Favorite good, thing yeah. of 2022. I gotta think of everything I've watched, because I watched like a million things. Oh, uh, Chainsaw Man's definitely one of the things. I uh, mm -hmm. quite like Chainsaw Man. Uh, a lot of it's There's anime. the Cuphead show. There's also Wednesday. There's a Andor. Andor. I, okay, I got. I like I did not Burgers watch Andor movie. yet. It was boring. Well, I mean, a lot of people like it, but I was like, oh, this is uh, so dry. There's She-Hulk. was good. Golly, <laughs> She-Hulk. Oh wait, Baymax. That was a cute series. Well, that's more of a mini series, I guess. It was okay. It was still cute though. It was cute. It still but counts. It was all right. Um. <clears throat> they had Moon Knight. Beavis and Butthead. And Beavis and Butthead. Everything Beavis and Butthead came out with is great. Also, the Bob's Burgers movie. So it was mm -hmm. like one of the first things we ever exactly. did together was watch that. The three of us are four. Wait, all actually, us? all of us yeah. were there, I think, right? We mm -hmm. all watched that yeah, together? We were all there. I don't think I saw I watched it with a different group. Oh, so you so saw it at Momo, but not group. with us? Yeah. Oh. I went with, um, I think I went with Nick, Deli, um, Man, and I don't know why the two names are slipping by. Because uh, we were with the two other people. Oh, I'm going to be feel so embarrassed when I remember after the podcast. <laughs> if you remember it after it, we can just have like an... Uh, I keep using this uh, AI voice of Raven from Teen Titans Go. So we'll make <laughs> her say whatever name it is. Yeah. yeah. Jake didn't remember the name. We are very sorry. But what what would you say for things, Jake? You didn't say your favorite thing. I, I said Bob's Burgers like twice. And TV show? Tweevy show. show? Uh, the Tweevy. Tweevy show are... Did anyone seen King Tweety on HBO Max? I have not. King Tweety. Like a, a spinoff for Tweety Bird? It was like a movie. No. Is it any good? Yep. 
I don't know. I saw Scooby Doo instead. The uh, Scooby Doo movie, the Trick or Treat Scooby Doo, that was very good. Mm -hmm. It was an emulation of the old style, while being way more fluid. Oh, with the animation. Speaking of Scooby Doo, uh, I I'm bad at actor names or whatever, but Shaggy's actor from the live action movie is gonna be fucking purple guy in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and I think that's beautiful. You're thinking oh, yeah. of Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> question right here. Yeah. Great question. Uh, what is the worst holiday special slash holiday movie you've seen? Uh, I mean, it's Rhapsody. any Hallmark movie. Rhapsody Street Kids. Literally any Hallmark movie. It's what kills me is it's like the guy who has work is a bad guy, and then the guy who randomly comes into the picture and basically gets the dude's fucking wife or 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 oh. I mean girlfriend or whatever to cheat and like abandon them is the good guy it's like they should have a movie <laughs> oh those those romance movies where it's like this woman who's overworked comes to a town in her hometown and she meets a cool guy who shows her the spirit of christmas but there's also another guy who does business yeah who's trying to fight for her love sigma male yeah she should go with the sigma I, yeah like they're both business no, savvy the country boy should go for the uh, businessman oh should really flip it over yes so. yeah, yeah. She's, she's still alone like the businessman learns the true meaning of christmas and the woman just didn't want a part of it yeah fuck women don't fuck women but fuck women you know what i mean mm. yeah pantomime I, I, I know some people are into that I know, Pan is. Bad Christmas oh. movies. Um, there was the A Christmas Brigade. Christmas. Oh, that? no. I reviewed that forever ago, and its sequel. That CG special that... I don't I even know I think the Brigade happens. was the second one. Oh, was wait, no, no, no. Santa first. Jaws. Santa Jaws. The, oh, Santa boy. Jaws is a fucking... Did I show that to you guys? Oh, I don't think I did. Uh -oh. I, I like showed you a few shit. I don't think you've seen Santa Jaws. But oh, the Christmas Lights, the first insane. one, and the Christmas Brigade's the sequel. It's notable because the Christmas Light is the first CGI animated Christmas film. And it's like, yeah, it's not good, but you were first. It's the first, yeah. It ain't, if you ain't first, you're last. And this one, let me explain the plot, because I remember it was about an elf, and uh, he falls off a cliff or... <laughs> Falls off like the electrical into a machine. Yeah, into a machine and gets eviscerated, and then his soul turns into an evil snowman. And that snowman's like, "Fuck capitalism, fuck Christmas, I'm destroying this whole He's place." He's like a printy. Yay! But the thing I must mention is, for the time, it was fine. No, it wasn't. It released. I want to. Well, we have to keep prefacing a lot of things, Pan. Yeah. Oh. Um. Ooh. Toy Story One. Toy Story One came out in 1995. Right? Mm hmm This movie also came out in 1995. Yeah. And this was an independent production. Equally groundbreaking. It, I'd say it was, because Toy Story looked good, mm -hmm. as good as it can be for a 3D film, but also the Christmas light was made by random people. Yeah. Just wherever they are With now. whatever program. And uh, if you go to the IMDb page for the Christmas light and scroll down, mm -hmm. did you know... On Rebel Taxi's top four best and worst Christmas specials. Yes, I'm on there. Yes. How's that a trivia? That's just a guy reviewed it. Hell yeah. It's me because I'm the one reviewing it. You think you're so important, don't you, Pan? Hell yeah. You are. 
featured on an episode of Best of the Worst by YouTube channel Red Letter Media. Yeah, they covered Didn't it. Did Saber Spark talk about this? They covered it. Like, they talk about the sequel. They all covered it after I did it. I was also first, just like just like this movie. Yeah, we were first. You think you're special, don't you? Hell yeah. You are special, fan. Oh, yeah. Mo Beast, question. Favorite video game art style. Also, what is the best season to Fairly Odd Parents? Those are two random questions. Uh, what's our Fairly Odd Parents? Um, I've watched like hmm. ten episodes. You go, Jake. I'd have to, I'd have to rewatch the show to be able to. <laughs> yeah, even same. I watched it religiously when I was younger, but I w- didn't like. I since I watched it like air live usually, or like you know reruns and shit or whatever. I didn't really keep track of seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot like of classics 12. in the first season. What about you, Pan? Uh, favorite season of Fairly Odd Parents? I don't know either. I'm like, I can name particular episodes I liked, but not seasons. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Pan. Hmm. Okay, I guess. Uh, what's your favorite video game art style? Oh man, well anything that's cel shaded, like uh, Go Go Hypergrind's a good looking game. I'm trying to think of other cool cel shaded games. My friend Octi's uh, upcoming cel shaded nice. brawler. Um, uh, Kings of Hell. Look that up on YouTube. Kings of Hell. It's a good ass. Oh, Beautiful Joe, also good. Yeah, Okami. That's tough. There's a lot of different aesthetics I like. It's hard to choose just... What's that bird game? What's that bird game, the 3D game that we that we like playing? Uh, Skate Bird? What, what bird game? It's the game that's like a dollar, and it's like a, a, a yellow bird. Oh, yeah, Tori 3D, baby! I like that era of Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast kind of aesthetic oh, i yeah. think that's a really cool style mm-hmm. that more people should work with yeah where it's clear the textures are pixeled mm-hmm. but in a way that looks nice and it's not overbearing that actually i kind of like that with like my favorite graphically speaking era of pokemon is like black and white i liked it when it was like pixelated but moving but not 3d yet I quite like that, but another another game I really like the art style for is, of course, Night in the Woods, which is my favorite game. It's simplistic, but, like, the backgrounds are very aesthetic. I, I can't really, like, describe what I like so much about it. It's just visually nice very to look at. silhouette-friendly. Yeah, it really, yeah, it really mindless is. Mindless flat colors. Yeah. I don't know. I also like the GameCube era. GameCube inspired era like a hat in time oh, where yeah. it's not cell shaded but it's stylized in a nice way anything with like water effects like Mario Sunshine oh yeah, yeah I love Mario Sunshine hmm. what about you Jake favorite art style in a game or favorite I... pick a I game feel like, <laughs> I feel like my favorite art style in a game would probably be that like that low poly style that looks like it's from like the DS yeah, mm. I love like something about it looks like it's it's not exactly pixel art, but it looks like pixel art, but it's three D. Yeah, it's like they have more power than an N sixty four, but not as much as a GameCube. Pretty much, yeah. Like um, I remember someone recreated quote unquote American Psycho for the Nintendo DS. Oh hell! And it wasn't just like pixel crushed; they made models and everything. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I love that. Uh, if you look on screen right now, we'll have like a a JPEG. You can go find it for yourself. It's um, if I remember correctly, it was Red Shibe. Red Shibe was the one that recreated it. Hmm. Very good work. 
another style in terms of 2d i also like a skull girls oh yeah we've been Oof. playing that together i've been kicking your ass at that skull girls and um them's fighting hers the fighting game drawn by lauren faust because i i want more games that resemble you know cartoons that don't exist like yeah them's fighting hers like it, there's a lot of stylish cartoon games in the indie mm-hmm. scene but they all look like your adventure time or post steven universe wannabes not not to you know i don't know but i want like something like retro like uh, yeah yeah Skullgirls is uh very aesthetic uh me and pan have been playing that a lot recently mm-hmm. anything else jake you never convinced me this this person added you and has a lot of questions and so i'm just going to read them all and you can just say yes or no okay, okay? Uh-huh. very Funkin, so you can tell what this question is going to be about jake uh question sorry it says jake sorry for ping will there be new illustrations in dusk till dawn v2 like how keith boyfriend and pibby met pinkie pie how did rainbow dash rarity applejack fluttershy get corrupted what's going on inside pibby twilight's head are spike and discord safe from the corruption virus is there a pony character that is still safe from the corruption virus besides pinkie pie on question two by the way, that was all one question. Did Rainbow Dash get corrupted while trying to fight the corruption virus with her bare hands? In quote, in uh, parentheses, with her bare hands, it doesn't work. Lol. Did Rarity get corrupted while shopping? In parentheses, okay, that sounds weird. Did Applejack get corrupted while gardening and try to hide in the stable? Did Fluttershy get corrupted while taking care of her animals and trying to take shelter in the house? Will the I opening of Dust to Dawn B2 be like this and they played a clip where it's like Friendship is Magic opening? I mean, the... Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> not yes or no <laughs> um the i don't know i mean like the version of dust till dawn that came out is probably the most canon version of it um i feel like it would only be remixed a little bit just so i could have more clear audio um meanwhile you'll make the change had a vip version mainly because the original demo was a demo and it wasn't the final version uh mm-hmm. not all the songs are gonna get vip versions because not all of them I feel like it need to be remastered. I might extend ready or not a little bit. Um, I have no idea what I do to the Oswald track um, and dust till dawn. I swear it literally, it, it sounds fine the way it is. Um, I cannot improve that song any more than it already is. As far as I can think, because I remember struggling with that track for a while anyways. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of, what was everybody doing and how they got corrupted uh that might not be something i'd have time to explain but i am very interested to see what other people think happened um to them because all i know for certain that would be canon and slash pibby is that uh uh twilight and pinkie pie somehow are the only ones that survived at first um and then twilight got a bucket of ink dumped on her head before a song so it happens it's it happens canon. everything you're saying is canon everything's canon sonic the hedgehog yeah if we go for the uh the multiverses thing everything's canon if you think about it <laughs> ratchet extreme six classic guy love him the comments we met him fan yeah, question yeah ratchet what's extreme. the gift oh yeah yeah what's the gift question What's what's a gift you guys usually get for Christmas from either relatives and or friends? For me, it's gift cards. Graphic tees with like uh, Nickelodeon characters on them from the nineties. Yeah, 
What, what about you, Bago? I'm trying to think. Well, uh, I don't know if I necessarily usually get anything specific. I think it's different every time, but uh, Pan gave me um, uh, Mario. No, no, I think it's like general gifts. Like, do you get shirts? Do you get gift cards? Do you get pants? Or like candles? No. I think it's like a consistent thing. I don't get anything consistent. Give you. Like last year I got a fucking oh, okay. gecko incubator. So like, <laughs> I don't need that, that more than important. once. Um, pan- what if you had more geckos? Uh, it's an egg incubator. I'd have to have like, in order to get a bigger incubator, Jesus Christ, I'd have to have like fucking 300 geckos or something. Oh God. I've got a pretty big incubator. Okay, so that's Sounds a like one-time a gift first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I can tell you what I've gotten this year. I've only gotten stuff from Pan. Mm-hmm. I got. Um, stop looking at my tweets, Pan. They don't count as Christmas. They don't count as Christmas gifts if you got them before Christmas. Okay, what's the recurring gift? Because I say T-shirts. That's what I get. I don't. Yeah, have T-shirts size is a recurring large. gift. Large. Well, no, it's something your family would give you. Yeah, what's like a gift cards? Yeah, gift cards. Gift cards. My family never gives cards. me the same stuff. Pachinko's gift cards, you know, from Pachinko's. I've, video games. I've eaten at Pachinko's. In general, that's yeah. that's consistent. My family does not buy video you? games. Pachinko. What about you, Jake? What's a consistent thing your family gives you? Um, let me think. It could it could be anything like um, home decor or cooking ware, or it could just be food. I know some people give people, like, barbecue sauce and shit. I feel like I usually, if it's not, like, some form of clothing, it mm. is money or an electronic. Oh. And that was mainly when I was younger. And, like, it was, like, every... We would sporadically celebrate Christmas because, like, my extended family doesn't celebrate any holidays. And so my oh, no. core family would kind of, like... um sometimes try to celebrate holidays but it wasn't a priority um i'm pretty sure the first christmas that we technically celebrated we didn't do anything festive but uh me and my sister definitely came home to an xbox 360 so hell yeah what games what games Uh, i don't know is it the xbox 360 arcade version um i got an elite i got i got spider-man web of shadows and uh uh, a double pack of Lego oh. Batman and Pure. I dated someone. I'm pretty sure one of the first games I must have got must have been Portal 2. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I I uh this is last year I dated someone for two weeks who got me a sugar glider for Christmas. Yay. Sugar glider? Cool. Yeah. I was a. I had somebody get me a crab, like a live crab, for Christmas before. Was the crab nice? Yeah, they only live for a few years though. They're they're red claw crabs, so uh-huh. a few years ago. I I have a bunch of lobsters now. I have a blue lobster. Put in that clip where it's like No one knows what you're talking about. I, yes they do. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh my god, I'll send it to you. Look about. literally look up blue lobster on YouTube. Oh no. So that was the last question. No. And apparently, by the time this episode airs and then we record next. It's Christmas. Christmas would happen. Yeah, so are we making this extra long so we'd have a two-episode partner? Or are we taking it to break? Mm, well, it's also leading to, also, Hanukkah will also complete all eight days, so... Yeah. Happy Christmas and Merry Hanukkah yes. to those who celebrate. So long. So true. Bye, yeah. bitches. <laughs>
Does anyone have any final final Christmas thoughts? Yeah. Or Hanukkah thoughts? Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Um, Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Put the pine needles from your Christmas trees in your urethra. No, see what I'm going to Motor Storm Arctic Edge for <laughs> the winter. See what happens. See what happens. Arctic Edge. You won't regret so this is what it. Real feel feels like. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Night. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Mommy. He missed you too. Yeah.